Last week, I left us with a number of lingering questions. Questions about the kind of church that we want to be. A church focused on preserving and maintaining the bricks and mortar of our buildings. Or a church focused on spreading God's love, hope, and grace. A church in the world or a church controlled by the world. A church that worships its buildings or a church that worships God. I left us sitting with this tension of what it means to be church. And to be honest, as I sat with those questions this week and the message I shared with you, I felt a bit as if the message that I challenged us with was one that condemned us for having church buildings, which was not the message that I intended. There is nothing wrong with having church buildings. Church buildings are not bad. Lots of good things happen within them. Rather, my intention was that as a church, we have lost sight of the mission of God, the mission God has called us to, because we get so caught up within the walls of our church that we forget those outside. We have strayed from our mission as Christians, and it's time for us to reclaim what it means to be church. Not to get stuck inside, but to be the church. The people of God, transformed by the Holy Spirit, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen through our words and deeds out in the world. Our church buildings are powerful tools for ministry, but as Adam Hamilton states, it is only a house for the congregation, a symbol to the community of God's presence in our midst. The building is a tool. The church is the people. The church is the love we show, the way we care, the welcome we extend, the way we treat, encourage, and pray for one another that is essential to being the church. And this leads me back to what I feel was the ultimate question that I left us with last week. Are we the church in the world, or are we the church controlled by the world? It's this question, along with the question of what is our mission and purpose, that we'll explore today as we continue our series on We, Not Me, Rethinking Church, helping us to gain a new understanding of what it means to be church together today, rethinking what we have come to know to be the church. And so we're going to start answering these questions by taking a look at Blockbuster and Netflix. Blockbuster in the 90s was the icon across America and internationally for rentals of VHSs and DVDs. At their peak, they were operate, operating over 9,000 stores nationwide. Yet in 2010, Blockbuster was reduced to, the, reduced to the least profitable movie distribution company after declaring bankruptcy. And today, they only have one store remaining open. Netflix began operation in 1997 as the first movie rental company that allowed rental of DVDs by mail. In 2007, they expanded their business to include streaming media into your home, as well as continuing their rentals through the mail. 
Netflix services are operating in over 190 countries. It has 130 million subscribers worldwide and is accessible in 57.28 million U.S. homes today. In 2000, Netflix approached Blockbuster for a buyout deal, which Blockbuster refused. They believed that regardless of the whirlwinds of change that was sweeping through the movie industry, their business model worked and would forever be the way that people would rent movies. Their pride in their past success kept them focused on living out their mission from the beginning, a mission of being a brick and mortar video rental store where clients came to them to rent movies a model that they believed would always be the preferred method for video consumption. They did not change with the changing times. And as we can see, they missed out. As people love being able to stay home and browse full collections of movies and videos from their computers and laptops and phones and televisions for affordable prices each month. A wor the world has embraced Netflix's mission of watch anywhere, anytime, while Blockbuster is a thing of the past. So you're probably wondering, so what? I bring up Blockbuster and Netflix because they have something to show us as the church, as we rethink what it means to be church. Blockbuster lost their customers from fear of change. They feared change, and this affected every business decision that they made. They stayed stuck in the ways of the past, while Netflix, on the other hand, embraced change. They saw the world around them constantly transforming and changing, and realized they had to take a risk and embrace new technologies, new ways of meeting their customers. They set their mission to be one that allowed them to be flexible and change in an ever-changing world. The same is true of the church. We must adapt our vision of church to an ever-changing world around us if we want to survive, if we want to remain relevant in the world and for God's people. We cannot continue to follow the model of the church that had been set by the church leaders of the 1900s, where churches were gathering places for God's people. Rather, we have to adapt, revisioning how we can be places of transformation and sending, where we live out the mission like the early church, the church that we see in Acts 2. We have to become a Netflix church, not a blockbuster church. And that, my brothers and sisters in Christ, means we have to stop operating out of fear and take risks for the sake of God's mission of love. Taking risks means that we, the church today, must change our model of sharing the mission of God. This means we have to move from the model of the church of our two predecessor bodies of First English and Trinity and adapt a new vision for the church of 2018 and onward. Back in the 70s, the church was an important institution in our community and in our society. It was what you did without question. This meant that the church became a place that people went to to gather, to have their needs met, a place that had to prove, 
provide the best programming it could, a place that met the demands of the community, well-organized Sunday school classes, first-rate Bible studies, compelling adult forums, creatively orchestrated Christmas cantatas and pageants, readily available pastoral care, excellent worship and music, and a large youth group to keep the kids out of trouble. The mission of the church was on how to plan, staff, and budget for these programs. The goal was to attract as, as many people as possible. And this model of church worked then, but it isn't working anymore. It isn't working anymore in a world that is on the go, that is constantly changing and adapting to the newest thing, in a world that's not stagnant but moving. It does not work now because through that model, the church became a noun, a place, a building that people went to. But as we know, the church is not a building. The church is the people. The church is the people who are being called into action, and the church is now a verb for the sake of God's mission in the world. God, through Jesus, has called us to be the church. God has chosen us to bring about God's mission, a mission that draws us together in community with one another, but ultimately transforms us and sends us back out into God's world, carrying a word so wonderful that it changes everything. It heals all of creation. It brings wholeness and peace. God's mission for us is to be the messengers of God's way. The church is to be the place on earth where others come to know about God's love and grace and what happens through us, through our voices and our action. It isn't about coming together to worship and staying put, but being transformed by God through our worship and filled with the Holy Spirit that we go out and share good news, that we go out into the world and be instruments of peace, going out into the world and giving witness to God's love, going out into the world to heal and bring wholeness, going out into the world to be examples of Christ. God chose us, weak and sinful that we are, to be God's chosen people, to be the church. This is a calling that we cannot get away from because the church is not a building, but it is the people. We are the church everywhere that we are, we are the church at work. We are the, ch are the church on vacation. We are the church in the grocery store and the post office. We are the church in our homes, in our workplaces, and at school. We are the church at the beauty shop, in the boardrooms, and at the drive-up window at Taco Bell. This means in all that we do, in all that we are, we are living out God's mission every day. With this reality in front of us, I want to leave us with a few questions to ponder this week as we think about God's mission and our role within that mission. If we are the church everywhere we go, what kind of church are we? Are we a generous church, a loving church, a good news sharing church? Or are we a lazy church, a disinterested church, a sleepy church, 
or even a mean church? Or maybe the better question is what kind of the better question is not what kind of church are we, but what kind of church do we want to become? And how might we live that out in this place? Amen.